this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by mother and son duo, Miss Meredith Marks and Mr. Brooks Marks. Hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Hi, how are you today? I am good. Where, what's going on with you guys and where are you? Are you guys together even though you're on two different Zooms? No, I am in Park City and Brooks is in New York City. Yes. You're in New York. Where are you in New York? I'm in New York. Uh, I'm in, like, I'm right on the brink of Lower East Side and uh, East Village. Have you been here the whole time since the reunion? Like, did you just stay in New York? Uh, I actually go to NYU. So I came back to New York in the fall and I've been here ever since. Oh, wow. We'll talk about that. That was one of my questions. I didn't know you went to NYU. Yes, I do. And how is Utah, Meredith? How's, what's going on there? It's, it's great. I just got back. I spent um, the end of last year pretty much between New York and Florida, so I haven't been here for a bit. Um, and it's, it's great to be back. It's absolutely gorgeous here and a bright blue day. I should be out on the ski slopes. (laughs) Well, thank you for not being on the ski slopes and doing this. Like, did you have any way back when, did you have any reservations with moving to Utah? You know, like from Chicago, you know, you hear Utah, you do think Mormons, not there's anything wrong with Mormons. You just, when you're not used to that kind of takes over the culture. Like, did you have reservations in moving there initially? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it was a huge change. Um, You know, culturally, Utah is very different. And 
moving to a ski resort when I had, I'd never even lived in a suburb. I mean, I'd only lived in a major city in my life. So that was just a massive change. Yes, I was very nervous about it and took some time to adjust for sure. It wasn't like, oh, here you are and like life is good. No, it definitely took a little while. It definitely took a little while. I mean, I loved it here, but it was very hard for me to slow down to the pace. It's it's a very different pace. Chicago moves pretty quickly and Utah, you know, things move just slower. It's it's wonderful once you acclimate to it, but it takes a moment to get used to it. And what about you, Brooks? You were born in Utah? No, I was actually born in Chicago. Um, I was raised in the same area my mom grew up in. My dad grew up in a suburb of Chicago, but um, it's actually really cool. I went to the same school that my mom went to growing uh, up. So it was a huge move when we uh, went to Utah, but we had lived in Toronto a little bit before that. So it wasn't like the first major move, but it was a pretty significant move because like my mom said, it was not a city. It was total ski town, so yeah and it's i mean i think that's well i don't know as a viewer that's one of the things i love about like real housewives of salt lake because you know all these shows are filmed even if they're not like the oc like they're filmed more or less during the summer i mean not necessarily because of covid but i think that's part of like like the backdrop on rho sl like the snow and it's just you guys have like a beautiful scenery yeah utah is visually like off the charts it is incredible did you have any reservations? I mean, I'm Jewish. I'm not religious at all. Like, did you have any any reservations like, you know, being Jewish and moving to a community that's mostly Mormon? Like just yeah, from a I religious mean, point of view? Yes and no. I am very proud to be Jewish, um, predominantly because of my history and heritage, much more so than the religious aspect of it. So that probably took away a little bit of the trepidation because I'm not a highly religious person. Um, but, you know, it, there is in Park City a significant Jewish community. It's not massive, but there's a temple and, and there is a community here for sure. I'm not really religious either. So I, you know, I'm proud to be Jewish culturally, but I'm not really. So when did you, and I have a lot more questions for you too, Brooks, but when did you go on your friend date with Lisa Barlow? Like how soon after that happened in Utah? Like you didn't meet Lisa until you moved to Utah? No, I did not. Actually, my first Sundance in Utah, um, I have a, a couple of friends from New York who come in every year to produce events. And because that's what they do and that's what Lisa does, they of course knew her. And they Said, oh, have you met Lisa Barlow? I said no, and they immediately connected us. And maybe a week or two after my first Sundance, we had our our date. And it was love at first sight. It's love at first sight. We were at the St. Regis. She was like super late, like very late, and we ended up there for hours. Is she the latest out of? I had her on this show. I have to say, she was exactly on time is she the latest out of all the <laughs> cast members i mean i heard you know I, I don't know from you for just i heard that she's late but she was she was right on time is she the latest out of all your cast members um probably not i i, I don't i honestly i'm not really entirely sure on everyone's punctuality but i feel like that everyone's kind of late here and there <laughs> we're not the most timely bunch no, I think housewives in general, in my experience from those that I've chatted with, are not always the most timely bunch. <laughs> Maybe it's part of the job requirement, right? 
what about did you know any of the other women like who who'd you know before the show besides lisa so i met heather through lisa about three to four years ago i don't recollect exactly again a sundance collaboration lisa had introduced us um i at the time it was before i'd opened my store and i was doing a pop-up during sundance and heather came in and it was really fun we did a whole activation with her on a sunday morning with um hangover ivs and b12 shots and stuff like that so it was it was really fun and that's how we met um we did not know each other that well like I, you know, did not know her all that well. We'd gone out a handful of times since then. Um, and then the rest of the ladies are, are much more recent friendships. Those hang, I don't know, maybe they work for you guys if you've both had them. Those hangover IVs do not work for me. <laughs> I think they work really well. You do? <laughs> I've never tried one, honestly. But I do remember at that pop-up shop um, that Heather had some beauty lab people come and do those shots at I remember I got a B12 shot for I think it was energy I have I to yeah it. maybe I just haven't gone to the right it's like I never go for them it's like right like I've been at parties where they've had them and I'm like all right well I mean you're right next to me I'll, I'll take one but they I've never had them work for me well <laughs> but if you're just at a party you're probably not terribly hungover you're in the getting hungover phase no okay let me clarify a day party like say like you're in the hamptons on a saturday after you've been out uh, friday night and there one is you're like all right i'm standing right here i'll do it never works for me but hmm. i have to try it all right let's play before we get into some more questions let's do word association you both can chime in on this like if i was going to say lisa like what would the one word be that comes to mind for lisa it has to be only one. You could say as many as you would like. <laughs> and Brooks, well, the first you can thing feel free with to Lisa comment. that came to mind is, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> she does. What about Heather? Heather, uh, witty. What about uh, Whitney? Whitney, uh, fun. What about Mary? Mary? Um, inspirational. These are all positive. And what about Jen Shaw? Unpredictable. Those are good. Brooks, do you have any words for any of those fine women? I feel like my mom summed it up perfectly. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> what about, did you guys watch, like, not even just Housewives, but, like, did you watch Housewives, Bravo, reality TV? Like, were either of you, I mean, you don't have to have been, but were you reality TV fans before this even came into your life? Um, I had not really watched much of Housewives. I'd watched a little bit of reality TV. I'm not a huge television person to begin with. I'm, you know, I usually will turn on like CNBC or something like that. Um, but Brooks definitely knew a bit more than I did. He gave me a little bit of an education. Did you watch it all, Brooks? Like, were you like a huge Bravo fan? Um, I mean, I hadn't watched until I remember my senior year of high school, which was almost four years ago now. Um, some of my friends had like a little watch party for, uh, the Beverly Hills reunion. So I did go to that. But I mean, watching the reunion was really interesting because I hadn't seen this whole season play out. So it was definitely um, enough to make me want to watch more. 
did you give your mother any advice just with like the little bit that you've watched like when you and were you like ecstatic when your mom was cast on like as one of the housewives um I mean yeah I thought it was really exciting for her um to be a part of it and I I mean there's no one like her in this world she is such an incredible woman and I'm so grateful to have her as my mom and um, I was really excited for her to be a part of it because what you see with her is just like what you get. She has no ulterior motives. Like she is just being herself. And I think it's really hard to find people like that um, who are so open and honest about being on a reality show. So I'm very proud of her for doing it. I know she was stepping out of her comfort zone um, and I think she is incredible. Hey guys, I know that one thing on a lot of your minds who are reaching out to me is saving money for 2021, as it should be. And listen, if you're still paying exorbitant amounts of money every month for your wireless, I really have something great of how you can save money. It's Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. That's right, 15 bucks a month. I switched. I was paying around $150 for my wireless before. I saved $135 a month by switching to Mint Mobile. I now pay 15 instead of 150. That's right, guys. Mint Mobile's plans, it's premium wireless for just $15 a month. And for everyone who's skeptical out there, the way they do it is there's no brick and mortar. They eliminate all the traditional costs of retail. It's all online. How brilliant. I don't know why someone has not thought of this before. And all plans come with unlimited talk. I mean, have you ever heard me talk? High-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And before everyone freaks out because we don't like change, you get to keep your own phone with Mint Mobile. You keep your same phone number with Mint Mobile. You keep all your existing contacts. Everything stays the same. And listen, if you're not 100% guaranteed and happy, they have a seven-day money-back guarantee. But I'm telling you, if you want to save money, there's a lot of other ways I need to save money in 2021. But this one, I have gotten figured out. Mint Mobile you get premium wireless. The plan start at just 15 bucks a month. So to get your wireless plan for just $15 a month, you get it shipped to your front door for free. What you need to do is go to mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. That's mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. And yes, you are going to cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. Mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. This is, this changes the game, guys. 15 bucks. If she wasn't cast and this show went on, like, you know, if you guys, if you were watching this show, Brooks, just as someone who's, you know, having said all that, would you have just been like, I can't watch this. Like, my mother should be on this. I mean, you are perfect for the show, Meredith. I mean. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's not the situation. So I feel like it's hard to give an answer to that. But I think, um, it's super funny and very engaging. What about why do you think Salt Lake works as a location? You know, because like when Andy Cohen mentioned it at Bravo Con for the first time, people were like, what the fuck is this? Excuse my language. <laughs> I'm from New York. I can't help it. Um, you know, like, but like, what is it about Salt Lake? You know, and like, do you think there's all these misperceptions about Salt Lake as a location? 
that maybe are not misperceived anymore? Well, I, I think there's always going to be some misconceptions just because that's life. Um, but I, I think Salt Lake is, is really interesting because you do have a, you know, legitimate city that is right next to this, you know, five-star ski resort. And it brings all these different elements in. And then, of course, you have the culture and the religion and all these different aspects in one, what I honestly believe is one of the most beautiful states in the United States. I mean, you know, the audience has yet to see massive parts of Utah yet. There are so many other areas that have, you know, not been shown that are absolutely incredible. So it's interesting because it is like a melting pot in this very unusual way because of the international draw from the ski resort and also from the Mormon religion when you know people go on missions they they are bringing people in from all over the world as well and that changes the cultures and the dynamics so it, it's interesting it's a pretty place i mean i've been there before what about did you have so when you know you got the show it's they've reached out to you like you've got it like were there any reservations like is that a like let's sit down with the family like was there a family discussion did you have any reservations did seth have any reservations brooks were you like uh, i don't want to hear it you guys have to do this or did you have reservations so too? if i say to you i had no reservations please put me in a hospital immediately because there is something wrong with me <laughs> um you have to have reservations you know it's it's you're you're putting yourself out there in the public eye and it takes a moment. You have to think about it. Think if it's the right thing for you, for your family, for your business, you know, and, and even your friends, it, it impacts every aspect of your life. So it's a big deal. And it's giving up control. I mean, really, if people come in and think they have control over their edit or what they're going to say, it just doesn't work that way. No, there's mm -hmm. no control. And and, you know, and that's fine. It is what it is. You know, I think you have to have the attitude that, you know, I know who I am. And so whatever anyone else wants to believe, that's on them. It's not on me. And I'm not going to worry about mm -hmm. it. That's a good totally. attitude. And yeah. I mean, I think it was definitely a decision that my mom made herself. Um, and I mean, I gave constructive feedback like pros and cons whatnot in my opinion but I mean my mom at the end of the day it's about her and um she I mean she did it and we're here yeah so I'm very proud of her when when you guys started filming or maybe this is more for you Meredith but like when you guys started filming were you like okay, you know, this is what I expected or were you like holy shit like these women are crazy this is not what I expected. Like, how is the, like, when you first started, was it not what you expected? Or you're like, oh, whatever, I've, I've got this in the bag. No, it was definitely not what I expected. It was, you know, a much larger um, just amount of time that you're being followed by cameras and whatever else than I would have ever anticipated. Um, and it does take a, a little a moment or two to really sort of warm up and get used to it and and feel comfortable being yourself um you know which is why the first week is probably just like getting your feet wet and 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 you know getting oriented with everything so yeah it was it was definitely um 
surprising. You know, I didn't, I really didn't know exactly what I was getting into, especially because I really had not watched much of Housewives before. So I was really. Wait, I have another question. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, listen, I love being the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, but bringing you guys five shows a week, tracking down the top Bravo celebrities to bring you new creative content every day, that causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. I'm not even going to get into the lack of sleep or lack of a relationship. So I needed somewhere to turn. And for me, I turned to BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp because it's professional counseling right from the comfort of your own home. What they do is they match you with a licensed therapist who's a professional that fits your needs and the things that you want to talk about. So you may not have the same issues as I do. They also deal with LGBTQIA issues, anger, grief, trauma. If you are having relationship issues, if you're in a relationship, good for you. I'm not. They really deal with everything and everything you share is confidential. So I cannot stress how much because of this job that I love so much, it has caused me some issues and BetterHelp really is a lifesaver. Right now, if you guys also want to start living a happier life, as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash velvet rope. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Velvet Rope. And as a listener, you guys get 10% off your first month. Try it. I promise you, you are going to feel so much better once you talk to one of their licensed professional counselors. And listen, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. DM me. Let me know how it goes. This has been a lifesaver for me kind of like learning the process but in a way that probably makes you a great housewife because then you're authentic like to brooks's point and you're just like wait i'm supposed to do something like you know you're just authentically yourself yeah i mean that's the one thing i kind of laugh when people are like saying that things are contrived and not authentic and whatever else i wouldn't have known to do that i wouldn't have known what to contrive i wouldn't have known how to go about doing that I didn't know enough about the process to do anything other than just be authentic and be myself. Do you think that was, you know, cause I think with this franchise specifically, you know, like other franchises have been around forever. Like, yes, they have new housewives every year, but you know, with this franchise, you know, there's been 10 to 15 years of housewives out there. There is a lot of chatter. I don't even think necessarily with you, but like, do you think any of your castmates, weren't authentic like was anything like did anything shock you I asked Lisa the same question like when they said okay wait the cameras are rolling wait that one over there is way different than she was three minutes ago was there a lot of that I don't know if it was like so much like oh this person is so different as much as like I definitely was surprised by certain behavior in general um some of it you know is just a matter of seeing people in a different dynamic like like for example with lisa i've known her for many many years but we don't really have a lot of overlapping friends so i've never really seen how she engages with other friends and that's like oh you know so you're like oh that's not exactly what i i thought it would be or it is what i thought it would be but 
I knew her the best of anybody. So everybody else was even that much more of a surprise, you know? Was Lisa more controlling in a friend group than you thought? I don't think she was was controlling of me in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I don't I don't really think that um I don't think she really tried to control anybody except herself. You know, I think that's really it. I think her, her main concerns um were about how people were interacting with her rather than you know, trying to control them. That's valid. What about who seemed the most different than you expected or when cameras were rolling? Um, I, I guess I would say I was probably the most surprised by um, Jen's outbursts. You know, I, I really hadn't seen much of that side of her previously. So, you know, I, I'd seen a little bit once at a dinner, but like, not much. Um, so I, I was, I, I did not know that she was, you know, quite as uh, hot tempered, I guess would be the way to put it. She can go from zero to a hundred in a matter of seconds. Yeah. What yeah, about, sure. I mean, even this even came up on watch what happens with Andy Cohen. Like what about all the chatter that, I mean, cause it goes to her, like she's the one that people say is acting, is acting for cameras, is not authentic. Like every scene is so dramatic. I mean, Andy even asked her about it. I can't answer. I, you know, I can't really speak for somebody else's actions. Um, I, I would have to say, if it is for camera, they are based in, in, in reality. I don't think anyone can just put all of that on entirely. So I, I don't know. I really don't know. What about the fact, you know, we talk about filming and like, we're used to it. What about, you know, and Brooks, this is for you too, you know, cause you said like your mom was so authentic, which I agree with, but were there times, you know, because you did early on have scenes like in the bedroom, like with Seth, like your father, you know, like as this was being filmed, were you like, were you ever aware of it? Like, oh, like this is going to be on TV. Like I'm putting my marriage out there. You know, like those scenes must have been hard. And like Seth, for you, was that was that hard to watch back? Yeah, um, it's really hard. Seth and I are in a fantastic space right now, and um, probably like the best place we've ever been in our marriage. And so when you go back to a place that wasn't so pleasant and was really very hard. Um, it is really hard to go back there. And there are multiple, you know, episodes where I have broken out in serious tears. So yeah, it is very difficult to watch. It is. What about you, Brooks? I definitely agree. I mean, I knew about my parents' separation. I didn't know the degree to, uh, of which you know, I don't, I don't watch it play out. I'm not in the room with my parents when they're one-on-one. Um, so it was interesting to see how their dynamic was. And I mean, it was honestly really sad to watch at times, but um, I mean, I was very proud of them for being honest about it. And I mean, my mom easily could have just, you know, acted like she wasn't separated, but she was honest about it and um, I'm super proud of her for that and it was difficult to see. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs, joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at Crocs.com. Just use the code SANDALS20 at checkout. That's SANDALS20 at Crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. And like, you know, that's the kiss of death. Like once you sign up for one of these shows, like everyone will turn on you the minute they're like, wait, you're hiding all this from everyone. Like this is what you signed up for. So I commend you all for, you know, it's what you signed up for putting it out there. And that's great that you guys are in a good place now. And the reality of it is, I mean, so much of where Seth and I are today is is rooted in housewives and um, you know, I, I've said this before, I'm probably the only one on this planet who can say that my marriage was honestly saved by housewives coupled with COVID. So <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable. And your children. 
and my children. <laughs> yes. Well, no, I think you are maybe one of the only ones that could say that. Yes. You know, if we go down the list and I can tell you all the marriages that didn't quite make it or, you know, kind of fell apart as a result of reality TV. What about, right. So, I mean, those scenes are obviously hard to watch back. And to your point, Seth, like, you know, I mean, Brooks, you know, as far as your children saving, you know, so you came home like to help, you know, like with what Meredith was going through. Is that really why? Because there's a lot of online chatter about this. Like, listen, there's no shade here, guys. We're just like, I'm on your side. You know, I love you, Meredith. But <laughs> so don't shoot the messenger. But you know, what about all that online chatter of like, Brooks, you wanted to be on TV, you moved home to film a reality show to get in the public eye. There's a lot of that, you know, as opposed to like, I moved home to help my mom with what she was going through. I mean, I find it really funny, actually. Um, but no, that's not the case. Um, I mean, my sister was away at college. It was her first year. My brother had started his job. My parents were separated. Um, and my mom and I do have a very special bond, and I'm extremely grateful for it. And I knew that the separation was very difficult on both of my parents. But um, I don't know. I mean, on a real level, when they were separated, um, I felt like I had a really strong support system for my mom and my dad. But like more so for my mom, I was very much trying to be there as a pillar of support for her as much as I could. And um, some of my other siblings were trying to be very supportive of my dad you know we were just all over the place trying to um support both of our parents but it just made the most sense for me to be there to support my mom and I also was having some conflict at school like I had transferred universities a little bit and um it just made the most sense for me to go home and be there for her what what Brooks did that he's not actually taking credit for is pretty incredible because, um, you know, I have, we kind of started a rule, so to speak, with, with our children, with my oldest son, Reed, which was that second semester, junior year of um, college, they would take the semester off. Reed went and worked in London for the semester. Chloe will do something as well. That was Brooks' second semester, and he could have gone anywhere in the world and had a multitude of different experiences, and he took it upon himself to be there for me, which is really unbelievable and touching, and um, I love you, Brooks. Thank you. Mom. I feel, I, I don't want you to feel like upset about that. I always am here for you, always. I love you more than anything. I love you. You guys are mother and son goals. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've heard this before. I'm sure I'm not the first person to tell you this. Well, there's a lot that you don't see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is Brooks your favorite, Meredith? No, I love all of my children. I do. I, my, I, I really am very hashtag blessed to have three incredible children. They're all very different and wonderful, wonderful people. Are we going to ever see your other children on the show? Chloe and yeah, Reed. Um, Chloe will be here um, part, you know, of the winter uh, this year. And she was around a little bit last year. Um, you saw her uh, in uh, at, at 
our home that night and a lot went on that night and she didn't want to film so much after that. And so she kind of took a moment, but I think she's ready to move forward. Reed is working 24 seven, you know, he's just starting out. So probably not much of him to be honest. What does he do? He's uh, in, in real estate finance. So that's busy. Yeah. It's actually cl- live with, oh, sorry. No, go on. Oh, I was just saying that I live with Reed in New York right now and it's, actually really incredible seeing like I thought he just actually like didn't want to be a part of the show or didn't like want to come home because he knew my mom was filming but he legitimately works so hard I've never seen anything like it he gets home at like 2 a.m and like goes to work at 8 a.m it's insane that's I mean especially now during COVID like you know with everything going on so that's Mm -hmm. it's good to have a good work ethic Mm-hmm. Look, and in COVID, he has to be grateful that he has a job coming right out of college and everything. So, totally, you got know, to put in the, the time and the work. It's just part of the deal. And you know, you talk about certain cities. You know, New York is certainly. You know, we're certainly not the city where work is not valued. I think we work in New York harder than plenty of other cities. No offense to any other cities. It's just this is why everyone's single in New York. It's all about like work, work, work. Your career, and how are we going to get ahead? So do you love living, do you love living with Reed in New York? I do. I definitely do because I actually had a really bad um, breakdown when Reed went away to college. It was like the first time my family dynamic had been shifted and it was a major change. um, And I was really upset that he was gone. So now that I've been able to spend the time that I have with him here, I'm very grateful for it. Although he is constantly working just like, running into him in our hallway of the apartment (laughs) are you happy to be back at nyu yes i am i love new york and it's such an incredible city i think so i mean i like utah but i think new york is the best city i've traveled all over the world but i this is who doesn't love new york yeah well you guys did you get to spend time together you must have when you came for the reunion meredith yes 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 i spend i spend quite a bit of time in new york so what about, you know, we talk about filming and were you shocked and like watching it back, you know, these scenes with Seth, like, are you shocked at the people, again, online, not me, that say, Meredith, this was like fake, you know, like you had problems, now you're back together, you know, it's the opposite of what Brooke says is like, you're authentic, like that this was all for a storyline, like, what do you say to that? Or are you shocked even that that's become a thing? Um, You know... When I first heard it, I was very shocked because it was very real. Um, But when I sort of look back on it, I I, I do understand it because, you know, we're starting at a moment in our life and nobody knows anything leading up to that moment. Nobody knows that Seth and I had been, you know, separated on and off for a very long time. And so it does seem like it moved very quickly But what nobody realizes is that we were already into the process. We had just never had the exact type of separation where you see when, you know, when Seth leaves the house that day, where we really took time with zero communication, you know, not seeing each other, living totally separately. That was what was different. But we had been in this process of being separated for a very long time already. Right. That makes sense. What about, 
are you, why do you think Jen Shaw is so obsessed with the status of your marriage? Projecting and deflecting. Sums it up. That sums it up. I mean, there are, there was something today I read about, like, I mean, people are saying, is she getting a divorce? I'm not saying that. I just read it literally 20 minutes ago. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I am not going to speak about something I don't know about in someone else's marriage. I will just say I have no idea. Well, what about this? You say that Chloe, there was a lot going on that night and she didn't want to film. Is that because of Jen's vajayjay as Brooks had a reaction to? Yeah. Um, I, and, and Brooks can speak to the, his reaction on that on his own, but I will say... Um, that was a very small part of the evening. Um, is it uncomfortable? Yes, it is uncomfortable. Did we see naked vagina? 100%. She was not wearing underwear. She did the high leg kicks repeatedly over the night and was told over and over again by her two assistants that were their genuine vagina showing. Um, so, you know, it was an issue, but that was only a part of it. You know, she was, um, uh, repeatedly trying to get Chloe to swear in front of the camera when that was really one of the first times Chloe had been on camera. It was the first time Chloe had met Jen. It was, that was a night that was supposed to be a family night where she was coming over to meet my daughter. And then we were going to go out after, um, and, you know, it, there was just a lot of stuff that went on that was uncomfortable, you know, her kind of grilling Chloe about um, her boyfriend, who Jen knew they were taking a break at that point in time and kept calling him by the right, wrong name repeatedly after being corrected. It was just, it was a, a multitude of things that were, just felt um, like, uncomfortable it just uncomfortable is the word and so you know if it was just the vagina I don't think anyone would have really cared it was the cumulative nature of the entire evening and yeah, that's the and thing. that like she's not at my house every week like she says that was probably the third maybe fourth time she had ever been in my home maybe the third time she had met Brooks the first time she was meeting Chloe it was just it was a it was a lot it was a lot Mm -hmm. I mean, that was a very condensed um, version of everything that happened that night that went on for several hours. Um, but based on the condensed version that you did see, I actually thought it was like not a big deal. And seeing um, some of the audience feedback saying like, taking everything so seriously, I just thought it was kind of funny because it to me, it wasn't like, that big of a deal, that little condensed part. So I thought it was kind I of- I mean, funny. if anything, Brooks was kind of making a joke of it. Like obviously his her vagina was not in his face. He was joking around. He was trying to make light of the situation that was a little bit uncomfortable and it kind of just snowballed, you know? And that's that. I mean, it really was not that big of a deal. They were a little uncomfortable. I have a feeling, you know, Maybe Jen had a little bit too much to drink. I don't know. That's not on me to decide. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it, it really wasn't that big of a deal in and of itself. It was turned into a very big deal. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's so funny to me that it's so serious. It's not that crazy of a thing. I took it. I mean, I, I think it's people not understanding your dry sense of humor, Brooks. I thought it was funny. 
<laughs> Thank you. I thought it was I'm funny. I'm glad you got the vibe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got the vibe. I thought it was funny. I was like, are you to that point, you know, this is just one of the, you know, now infamous Brooks Marks scenes. Like, are you shocked? I mean, you have to be aware, like, you are kind of like the breakout, one of the breakout fan favorites, Brooks. Like, you've, you're the honorary housewife. I mean, you guys have to have heard this before. Like, I can't, you know... <laughs> I mean, it's it's so, so flattering. I'm I, the show is about housewives living in Utah. It's not like here comes a twenty year old college student. So I mean, I was so flattered um, by the feedback, and I'm sending all of my love and support back to everyone who's sending me theirs. It's so I'm so grateful and appreciative. What about you, Meredith? Like as one of the cast members, you know like to have Brooks kind of be a, a fan favorite amongst many. I think it's fantastic. You know, I, I think, look, I, obviously I absolutely adore Brooks. I love him. I think he's one of the most incredible people on this earth. And to see other people be able to appreciate him, I think it is amazing. You know, it's great. Have you guys heard from anyone like either Brooks or you, Meredith, and like Brooks, maybe like any other housewives' children or like who have you? I know, Meredith, like you had when you were in New York, like you met up with Dolores, you met up with Joel Zarin when you were in Florida. I have my eyes on you, Meredith. But <laughs> you're paying attention. I am paying attention. <laughs> um, this is my life's work. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but where, you know, like have you heard from anyone since the show came out? Like, who are who are your Bravo fans? And Brooks, same for you. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard from quite a few of, of the housewives, mostly, you know, DMs or text messages just that are really nice and like encouraging. Um, let's see. Uh, who have I heard from? From, uh, well, obviously, you know, Jill and Dolores. And then... Um, also from New Jersey, I've engaged with Jackie a little bit. Um, I have uh, from Dallas, I've heard from uh, Carrie, um, a little bit with Deandra, um, OC Bronwyn. Um, who am I missing? Brooks, am I missing people? I'm sure I am. I have the worst memory. And have you, Brooks, <laughs> like, or any other fellow children? Housewives children. Um, actually, this isn't a housewives thing, but I love Katie Maloney. She's like the best. I met her actually in my mom's store. Um, and she's been so supportive of me and um, she's just so kind and I really love her. Nothing wrong with the little Vanderpump rules. Did you watch Vanderpump rules? Um, no, I didn't, but I did watch... Um, like a first season of Beverly Hills where they blended a little bit. So I did see that after I found out that my mom was going to be on the show. If you ever have time on your hands in between NYU, that is the show to watch Vanderpump Rules. Definitely. That's on my list. What, like what's the best piece of advice that Katie gave you? Like now that you're in the public eye and on one of these mega Bravo shows. Um, I wouldn't say it's so much advice. I would just say she's been super kind and supportive and um, it's just been super heartwarming to have her support. 
Has anyone given you advice, Meredith, like before, like when you were first cast, you know, like once it was announced, like, did you hear from anyone or it's just now that you're connecting with all these people? Um, you know, really at the beginning, not so much. I, a few years back, spent a little time with Caroline Stanbury in Dubai and she told me a lot about her experience with Ladies of London and honestly, that did come into play quite a bit in me deciding to do this. Well, we love Miss Caroline Stanbury and we love Ladies of London. What is, she's recently engaged, what is, like, did she give you any advice? Like, what's the best piece of advice she gave you? It was a little less about advice because I had no idea that I was ever even going to be considered as a housewife at that point in time. But it, it was more about her experience and she spoke so positively about it that um, I, I felt like it was something I could move forward with. You know, I, I felt like it's worth a shot. And I was very nervous doing this. You know, it's, it's a big deal when you're, I've lived my life private. You know, I'm not one who's out there and I, it was a big adjustment for me. So her experience definitely was uh, a, a positive for me in saying, okay, I think I can do this. So like, really, does the world that loves the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City have Carolyn Stanberry to thank for you? <laughs> Probably at some level, yes. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm all for that. What about, did you guys ever go down? You know, I talk about all these things that we see online. Did you ever go down? I mean, I know it's still new, like the, the, ro the, the road of social media, you know, like you start reading all the comments. And if you didn't, how were you? You know, I mean, everyone does, no, no shade. But like, did you go down that, like this person saying this about me, this person saying this, this is a question for both of you. And did you take it to heart or were you just, I mean, sometimes it's like a process. You go through that for years, months, days until you kind of come out the other side. Yeah, I mean, initially, you know, you're sort of like, oh, wow, you know, you're taken aback because you, you hear someone's view uh, of you, which is made on very limited information. You know, they're only seeing snippets of, I mean, what happens? It's all real. Nothing's not real, but you don't see the entire picture because you'd have to be living with me 24-7 to do that. And um, so, you know, sometimes I'm just like, wow, how could this person think this or whatever? But then I'm like, well, they don't see the whole story. And, you know, yes, at first you're sort of taken aback and then you say, I don't care. You know, I really don't. I mean, if you love me, thank me. If you hate me, I'm sorry. That's, I am who I am. I can't do any more than be myself. What about you, Brooks? Um, definitely agree with that. At times, um, depending on what it is, like if um, I'm completely misunderstood, like sometimes I'll laugh it off because it's so far-fetched and inaccurate that I'm just like, this is actually funny to me that someone would come to that conclusion based off of what they, the small snippet of me that they've seen. Um, or, I mean, sometimes I do get a little bit upset because I wouldn't want to offend anyone, but I know at the end of the day, like what I've done isn't offensive in any way um, because like no one understands the full grand scheme of the things. I'm not a main cast member on the show. Like what you see of me is legit two minutes, two seconds. Like I'm literally just my mom's kid. So like the opinions that people formulate or like criticisms, um, they don't hold much weight because they're making it off of such a small thing. But Mary actually gave me a really good piece of advice that has stuck with me. And she told me that um, 
what was it that if someone is talking about you, like just know that you made enough of an impression that they wanted to talk about you. And that stuck with me. I think that's good advice. I would agree with that. I mean, I'm a Gemini and Geminis like to be talked about good or bad. So I feel (laughs) it's better to be talked about negatively than positively. And like you said, no one really knows you. I have some questions about Meredith Marks jewelry and Shopworks Marks. But before we get there, speaking of Mary, what about like, you know, a lot of these shows, I mean, I know this is your first season, Meredith, but like a lot of this does play out on social media. And like, in a way, the show has become, there's as much going on on social media and in real life than actually happens on the show. What do you think about something like, you know, Mary's rant, which is, everyone has heard where she's saying, why did these people give so little money? And I want, I need more money. And if these people are poor, I don't want to be around poor people. And if they're not poor and they're rich, then they're cheap and cheap is even worse. And I need to go buy Dior or Louis or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, I did ask Mary about that when I heard it. Um, And she explained to me that it was, you know, really part of like a lesson in the church that was, it was not, it was taken out of context basically and was not meant to be um, representative of, of, again, it's a snippet, you know, it was a, a, a part of something, not the whole thing. All I can base my, you know, interactions with Marianne are what I know, which I did go to her church and I did see how she engaged with her congregation. And honestly, it was beautiful. Like she loves them. They love her. And the whole thing felt very, very positive. So she told me it's something that was part a, a small part of a lesson that was taken out of context. I believe what she tells me. I have no reason to disbelieve it. Mary has not lied to me. She, you know, she's been very honest with me. So I've no reason to not believe her. Okay, thank well, thank you for that. What about let's talk about Meredith Marks jewelry and then we'll talk about shop Brooke Marks and then I have one or two more questions. So, like, how has the show been for like your jewelry? Like, how did you get into this? You know, tell me everything about your business. So, um, I started my business uh about 12 years ago, and I was um in real estate development and owned a health club and um, came out of a a totally different world. I mean, I went to law school, I went to business school and I was mugged one morning and decided that I really wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And I wanted to be very passionate about my career and jewelry was something that I was always very passionate about. And I had originally started undergrad as a fine arts major. And so I studied at the GIA, the Gemological Institute of America, and started educating myself, learning, and then just dove in head first. I'm a lawyer too. Did you ever practice law? Not really. I mean, you're not the missing closest anything. thing to that was sitting in judges' chambers for my sister's divorce. <laughs> but, but I was not the real attorney. I had, she had a real lawyer that actually practices. It's funny how there's like no lawyers that practice anymore. Like there's not one person I went to law school with that's still practicing law. So I don't know if there's one that I went to law school with still practicing either, to be honest. I have so much respect for you too. That's so intense. It was intense. Just boring. Really just, I don't know how else to say (laughs) it. It was just boring. I was like, but I practiced corporate tax. What kind of law did you practice? Corporate tax. Oh. 
I'm like, I always yeah. say like, I'm like a closet smart person. I just don't want to talk about anything of real substance. I just want to talk housewives, housewives. and fun stuff. <laughs> Not that housewives isn't substance. It's just, yes. But I did practice corporate tax law for way too long. What about, so you like your jewelry has been worn on, like, have you met like Rihanna, Courtney Cox, like some of these people? Some of them, yes. Some, no. Um, it depends, you know, how, it, how it came about. Like, yes, Courtney Cox, I've met Rihanna. No, I have not. We just work through her stylist. Um, so it, it just depends on the situation. More often than not, I, I'm dealing with somebody's stylist, but occasionally their personal relationships or they become personal relationships as they, you know, have gotten to know the brand better. Are you the type that ever gets, or either of you, you know, like Sundance or in New York, like, do you guys get starstruck, you know, like a Courtney Cox, like friends, if you did meet Rihanna or you're just not, some people just don't get starstruck. I'm really not one to get starstruck. I, you know, in my view, people are, we're all just human and, um, you know, is it exciting? Yes, because it's great branding for me. Um, and yes, it's exciting to be recognized by someone who is so recognized by so many other people, but, um, you know, to me, it's just, it's another person. It's a person who's been successful in what they set out to do, which I very much respect, just like I respect someone who excels in the business world. It's the same thing in my view. Yeah. What about you, Brooks? Um, there are definitely people that I would be starstruck by. Like if Nicki Minaj walked in front of me, I'd probably fall on the floor and cry. But, um, and like, I love Jennifer Lawrence so much. Naomi Campbell, I'm obsessed with her too. Um, there are like three, like I just listed three celebrities that I would definitely like cry if I ever saw them. But, um, and also with my mom's jewelry, when she has um, a celebrity client, I definitely get a lot more excited than she does. Like when um, we, when I saw that Rihanna was wearing her ring, it was, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. That's kind of a big deal, Meredith. I mean, Rihanna's Rihanna. Yeah, I mean, of course. And I do, She's it's not humble. that I don't think it's a big deal. It yeah. is a big deal, but I don't, I just don't, I just see, you know, Rihanna is top in her field. You know what totally. I'm saying? Like everybody else who's top in their field. And do I respect that 100%? But she's still a human being. She's still, you know, living and breathing and eating and drinking like the rest of us, you know? Totally. I'm somewhere between both of you. Like I, it's, you get starstruck because of that they're, they're top in their field. Like almost like, how could you accomplish right. all this? You're so good at what you do. I can never do any of this. But yeah, like if a Cher or like a Madonna walked in front of me, I would literally, I mean, I've met Cher before, but just I've cried every time, but that's a whole nother story. This is not about <laughs> me. Well, what about, so I mean, it, the show must be good for business though, right? Like it's gotta be helping. Oh, absolutely. Not that you needed absolutely. help. And no, what about- it's, it's just more exposure, you know, which is always great. And Brooks, I mean, with you, I have a bone to pick because I have to say I have tried both times, or I think, I don't know about the first drop, but I have tried to purchase, hand to God, I'm not just saying this to kiss your ass because you're sitting here. I have tried to purchase a shop Brooks Marks both times. I want the full thing. And both times, listen, I'm not on social media. I'm on social media for the podcast, but by the time I clicked over, sold out, 
both drops or all <laughs> we'll three drops. We'll have to get you one. Seriously. And then I was like, I'm, I'm on your email wait list, but I literally have tried to purchase it now twice and it's been sold out. So I knew we were going to sit down. I figured I would just bring this up face to face with you. <laughs> so yeah, I want to rock the whole thing. I, I want it. Oh, thank you. So how, how is, how is that? Like it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be good for business for you. Yes, definitely. Brand awareness has increased exponentially for me. Um, and I'm super grateful for that. Um, and we definitely will have to get you a Brooks Mark set. As I'm not trying to get, not trying to get anything for free. I just, I, I really, I really want one. <laughs> Um, so that's good. I mean, are you going to keep this going? You know, like now, are you, are you studying something related to this in college or is this, is it all related? No, I mean, everything is kind of related in one regard or another. Like I do study marketing a bit at school. Um, it's a portion of my concentration as well as, uh, finance, but, um, no, I'm not necessarily in fashion school, but I do take courses that pertain to the fashion industry as well, like history of fashion and design and whatnot, architecture even, which is a completely different field. But um, yeah, so it's been really cool to get to manage a brand and um, see so many people enjoy what I've created. Well, I've become, I'm obsessed and I really want one for real. (laughs) I will post it. I will rock it. I will do everything. Thank you. So Meredith, I know, you know, the reunion's over. So do you feel, do you feel that this, now that you're through with the reunion, like has this, like has Real Housewives of Salt Lake, other than the fact that, you know, it saved your marriage, which, you know, has helped your marriage, which is a huge thing. Like, do you feel changed like as a person? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Like, this is such a a, a process, you know, in the same ways that it um, helped my marriage, it it really was very much a a personal growth journey. Um, It's, you know, I always say it's like a love-hate relationship. Of course, there are moments where you absolutely hate it and you're, you know, agitated and annoyed and whatever. But for the most part, the love comes from what really helped my marriage, which is that you really do have to look introspectively. You do have to look at how you react to people, how you respond, how you engage, how you disengage. And um, it, it's very important. And, and you're, you're reminded of things that you may not remember normally in real life, you know, like, I mean, just things come back and, in in it, normally they may be things that you would just sort of like you move on from and you kind of can't and you have to really learn how to address everything and, and analyze your feelings about it and it's it's, it's many ways very therapeutic and you don't have to but therapeutic. traumatizing but therapeutic. <laughs> right it's like you watch yourself back and you're like okay you don't have to give me any spoilers because we all know that's a no-no in the Bravo world. But was the reunion easier than you expected? Was it what you expected? Was it harder? Um, I, I think it was probably easier than I respected, expected, mainly because I <clears throat> was going in with this uh, sort of like worst case scenario um, outlook, you know, not really knowing what to expect. So 
I, I think at the end of it, it was easier. It was very long, though, I will say that. And it was intense. I mean, don't misunderstand me. It was very intense. But I think I sort of had this perspective that, like, it was going to be total insanity. Did someone get it harder than the others at the reunion? Like, was it one person who was, like, everyone kind of came for? Or just they just had a rough time of it? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, I wouldn't say there's there's one person that everybody came for, but there are def there definitely was someone who got more of the brunt than others. But you know, everybody had things to resolve. And do you feel after the reunion more has been resolved? Like, do you feel better, or do you feel like, I wait a second? I think there's partial resolution. I think there's definitely still issues you know outstanding that need to be addressed um or probably should be addressed and uh i'm sure they will be who do you like right now today as of this recording who do you have the biggest issue within the cast um i think i'm gonna leave that because i don't i don't want to lead too much you you will you will know it by the time you see reunion (laughs) Brooks is smiling like, why did he ask that? Here are my final two questions. Since you are Meredith Marks' gorgeous jewelry, studied genealogy, Brooks, you have shop Brooks Marks, fashion. Other than yourself, Meredith, like who has the best fashion? You too, Brooks, and who you think needs a little help in the fashion? Just on Salt Lake. Yeah, I mean, I love Mary's closet. I mean, anyone who has seen it has to. She's got incredible... um, just an incredible collection altogether. Um, so it's very impressive to say the least. Um, and, you know, I, I said before, and I've said this before, maybe it's changing a little bit, but the one who at least going into all this cared the least about fashion was definitely Whitney. She just didn't really care all that much. She seems to care a bit more now. I'm not saying that she was not well-dressed. I just think she didn't really try as hard. Um, but I don't know if I would still say that. What about you, Brooks? Who do you think besides your mom is the best dressed? Uh, you really got me with the besides my mom. But uh, <laughs> everyone has a really unique, cool sense of fashion that definitely works for each individual, I think for sure. What about Meredith? Who do you think, these are literally the last two questions. One, who do you think has changed the most as a result of this show? I mean, that's a really tough question. I would probably say Heather. How so? Um, I think that she was going into this really making a lot of, of kind of trying to make a lot of personal changes, both just from leaving the church, which, you know, when it's such an ingrained part of your life is a very big deal, to trying to, I think, come to some resolution with her divorce, which, you know, had gone on for 
quite a long time. I mean, it was, you know, and I, I think to her embarking on this journey, she really was wanted to um, move past these issues and really has worked on it. Who do you think enjoys being in the public eye the most? Who do you think enjoys the fame the most? Mm. I, that's in flux. I think there are different times where I could say everybody's enjoyed it the most and, and everybody has had moments where they've probably hated it too. I mean, when, when it's good and everybody's loving you, we all love it. And when everybody's hating on you, it's not so much fun. So I, I, all of us. Okay, fair enough. Last question. Not who you get along with or don't get along with. If you put a producer's hat on, you're coming back next season. Not everyone's coming back. Who would you not invite back from this cast? Just someone can't come back. That's a tough question because I do really believe that every single person in this cast brought something and an element where the dynamic would have been entirely different without any one person. Um, honestly, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Brooks, do you have an opinion on that? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you didn't answer that one. I'm definitely not. <laughs> Brooks is like, I'm media trained and I'm not answering that because I don't want any of these women coming after me. I mean, it's just like so many, there was so, everybody is wired so entirely differently that um, that would be really tough. I mean, I, I honestly don't know that I, as a producer, I don't know, as myself, it may be a different story, but as a producer, I'm not so sure I would cut anybody. I think that's also what makes the show so entertaining because like they all are so entirely different. Yeah. Like without one person, it, the whole thing, like you said, it's totally different. So I think that's a huge asset to the show. I think so. And just to say, as we wrap up, I think the show is very well cast. I don't say that about all the franchises. Like you said, like there's really no weak link. I mean, I could pick one out if there was a gun to my head, but it wouldn't be you <laughs> and it wouldn't be Lisa, but it really is well cast. <laughs> and, you know, bravo to like, we're starting out with like a racially diverse cast too. So that's great. Like, so I cannot wait for next season. Where can everyone find both of you online so people can get on the Shop Brooks Marks waiting list and they can miss out on the drop as well? <laughs> a lot of people actually didn't miss out on the drop, which is really exciting. I'm so happy that people are finally getting their packages as well, but we will get one to you for sure. Okay. Super it's, excited about that. Okay, I really, I really, this is, I really was like on there and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just like, the, they, it's quick. It went quick. It wasn't like it five did. days later that I was sleeping. It was like three <laughs> hours later and it was gone. But where can everyone find both of you? I'm at MeredithMarks.com. And Meredith Marks on Instagram and Meredith Mark Zero on Twitter. <laughs> Everyone and we're to trying to get her everything. to make a TikTok. But um, I, you can shop Brooks Marks on brooksmarks.com or on Instagram at shopbrooksmarks or my personal Instagram at brooksmarks. Everyone needs to follow you guys. Is this your first mother and son interview together? Yes, yes it is. I love it. I'm, this is like amazing. You're both amazing. Thank you, Brooks. Enjoy New York City. 
Thank you. Meredith, thank you. I really appreciate it. I know we're trying to schedule this for a while. So like, I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It's been much you fun so much. to chat. Thank yes, you guys. Keep in touch. I'll us. DM you both. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. See you Bye. Bye. Stay safe. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.